Beginning of the work week, yet again, five more days of this. How do you people do it? AI everywhere, even on Notepad? Knocked out for the weekend, subway sickness hits. Still got the workouts in today. Is it really the middle of April? Podcast number 38 is up. This marks year number three that I've been doing it. Newsletter will be out soon. Language vlog newsletter was sent out. And you might wonder, Steve, why are you doing any of this? Monday, April 17th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky, Christos For those who are celebrating, it's the Orthodox um, Easter celebration this past weekend. Uh, and uh, actually, even for the Catholic one, for the 40 days after Easter, uh, that's when you can say Christos was Christ, which is uh, Christ is risen. So, uh, and then after forty days, uh, it's the uh, it's not the Epiphany; it's the other one. Um, there's another event where Jesus reappears and then floats off to uh, heaven, I guess, in the clouds. Uh, so that uh, happens again forty days after uh, Easter, and uh, so some so some people continue celebrating. Most other people, I guess, kind of move on from Easter after that. Anyway, so I had a weekend. I was uh, basically not functional. Well, that's, actually, it's not true. I was functional on Saturday, but I was, uh, uh, as I've mentioned on Friday, I was gunky. I was all, I felt something coming on. Well, Saturday it gets me, and by Sunday it just knocked me out. It wasn't helped by uh, the a little bit of the drinking that I was doing on Saturday night in celebration of finishing like six days of work. And I was like, okay, I'll have a couple of beers or whatever. And uh, yeah, that was not a good idea. Completely dehydrated myself and just made everything worse. So I lost Sunday because um, I was basically dehydrated, you, hung over or whatever. It was this thing that uh, I was sick. Like it's, It was more, but I was achy. That was the other thing. So, uh, I it actually I started to wonder if maybe this was like, is this COVID two point Is this could it actually be the seasonal flu or, or something? But oh, and this that's so bizarre that that would happen like that. Um, like so, so it hit me. And then today, I got back on Monday already, feeling fine. Like, I was I managed to get my. Uh, run in today, get both workouts. I mean, it was a little bit slower than normal, but that's because. Like, I am feeling it in the chest a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. So, um, maybe it speaks to my uh, health keeping, uh, you know, all other times rather than, you know, like all the time, sort of. I don't know. I'm being more healthy than unhealthy, I guess you could say. 80% of the time uh, doing okay, 20% of the time, you know, going off the rails a little bit. But all that being said and done, uh, yeah, what was it? The. The subway air that got me, and I was thinking about this because um, there was actually another uh, lady I was talking to. She's like, yeah, there's, she said that there was a, a picture that was sent around uh, on the Chinese internet showing or depicting a uh, a Chinese, so a sub, a Beijing subway driver's, a conduct, there we go, Beijing subway conductor's mask, face mask, after a shift, and it was black. Whether it was black after a day or two days, it just spoke to how much dirt and crap is in the air in the Beijing subway. And that was probably compounded last week. Like We haven't had very good air days, to tell you the truth. 
for the last couple of months, I don't know about you other guys who've been and girls living here in Beijing, if you've noticed that we've had far more polluted days than ever before. You know, roughly before, you know, COVID started to let, let up late last year, but also after that uh, little election that happened in November, October, whichever it is, uh, the polluted days start to become more and more sort of thing, almost as if um, they were turning on the spigots again, the work factories and stuff like that, if they were uh, uh, running again, basically. But all of that pollution, combined with the sandstorms last week, I mean, uh, and, and then riding the subway without a mask, and then cycling home, uh, mostly without a mask, but then wearing it halfway on, because I'm like, this is this, something's not feeling right anymore. I guess that's when I started feeling it was on Wednesday afternoon. I'm like, hmm, something ain't good. I'm not sure if you can still hear it. I'm still nasally, but uh, yeah, that, uh, it's, it's bizarre. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's another news article today saying that, yep, no longer are masks required on the subway or transportation, blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm going, yeah, if, if you're going to take the subway, wear your mask anyway. Not... Not for others, for yourself. It'll save you a lot of aggravation of like, of like, am I sick with COVID again? Am I dying? You're not dying. You just took the subway without a mask in Beijing. Deal with that first, then you can figure out whether or not you're dying. AI everywhere. Um, yeah, so why does my notepad all of a sudden have AI built into it? This thing... Is getting integrated into everything. Uh, I mean, so your ChatGPT is the the original, of course, uh, but uh, Notepad has it. I know that uh, some messaging systems like Telegram has it built in too. WeChat does not. This so this the, with the integration into these different platforms, um, you kind of start wondering. Like, actually, this more more to Notepad if anything than anything else. Like, at what point do you? Stop trusting it, to tell you the truth. Because it's like, if Notepad is tied to my Google Play account, and I sign in, that's one thing. But then if I, sorry, Notepad is tied to my, my Google Play. Now, they don't, they're not sending any information as far as I know. Maybe they are. If I sign into Notepad, that connects me to each and every query I post to ChatGPT. Right now, no one's talking about where all that data is being stored, where the search queries are being stored, or anything like that. Why? Pick a reason. I mean, why all of a sudden, after, after the whole Facebook debacle, you know, uh, Cambridge Analytica, and the, all the f fingers pointed at, you know, WeChat and Chinese apps and TikTok, why is no one talking about, like, where all your search queries are going for uh, ChatGPT, and who's buying them? Who... Who's buying that, and is it purchasable, and how can they be packaged sort of thing? So, <clears throat> see already, uh, th that's, do you feel comfortable <clears throat> using your account to use ChatGPT or AI features on an app that you use all the time? Now, if WeChat came up with it, of course, uh, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> Uh, Xiaomi phones <clears throat> and uh, other cell phones have had um, AI built into it already, but it's been kind of useless. Kind of like Siri. Siri is kind of useless in in the in the sense of its AI ness. Like you can ask it a question, and it gives you all these sort of 
search results, but usually from Google, and you're kind of going, well, this kind of is useless. I need, I need an answer. I don't need more rabbit holes to go down, right? Which is, this is what ChatGPT and this AI technology sort of fills in uh, for us. It doesn't give us, like, it gives us an answer. It doesn't give us any more links to follow, any more research to do. It gives us an answer based on the research that's already out there. And then we can ask a question about that research, about what it has found. So th in that sense, it is actually pretty good. Whether or not I need it in my notepad? Hmm. I don't know, probably not. Workouts done today. Was feeling a bit slower, but uh, I'm looking for new shoes. This is a, this is an issue of, this is kind of what I was hoping to do in Hong Kong and solving this problem, but didn't get the whole thing finished because um, I only got one pair. And I've been trying those that, that pair of shoes out for the last week. They are not good for distance running. And I, I guess when you're running three to four miles, it's not distance running so much, but it's enough of a distance that if you're running, if you're using what would tantamount to like weightlifting cross-training shoes, these shoes aren't good for us. So these are the Under Armour Tri-Base Rain 4, I think it is. And I bought them on sale in Hong Kong. Um, so they were cheaper than they were in the, the mainland. They fit nice. They fit their good comfort, good comfort, which is why I bought them. But again, for just strict running, not very good. I've noticed for other movements, like if I do like side-to-side -side movements or stuff like that, like any skipping or box jumps and stuff like that, they're okay for that. But just straight ahead running themselves not so good now I might have to break them in a little bit more maybe um I think that's kind of silly that you have to break in a pair of shoes for that long uh but I have been looking at some other shoes as well uh notably Asics I've been looking at uh what are the other ones um well Hoka's Hakas Hoka's and then another one another one was recommended to me Ultras a-L-T-R-A-S. So ultras uh, were also uh, mentioned to me for specifically for running. And I was, I, I, I like the Asics ones because they're like, they're usually cross trainers, like pure cross trainers. They're meant, they're a little bit more of a balanced shoe. Uh, I used to wear New Balance quite a bit, but finding New Balance the here in China, the size that I need, very difficult. And that's sort of the other issue with shopping in the mainland of China that uh, you... <laughs> Trying to find Western foot sizes is, can be very difficult. But that being said, I'm told if you're searching on Jingdong or Taobao, which is our two online shopping platforms here in China, you can, if your Chinese is decent enough, you can ask the sellers if they can get your size in. It might take longer for it to get in, but they might actually be able to pull stock from somewhere else. So if you find the shoe you like, it's worth sending that merchant a message and asking if they can get your size in. Because a lot of times they'll have, they'll, they'll have the, show, the shoe uh, advertised for a cheaper price, but that cheaper price will usually apply to a smaller shoe size. Don't ask me why. And that is where you kind of like, okay, well, if I can get my size, I'd love to buy a pair of shoes like this because these were pretty good because they fit in store when I went to try them. Um, why didn't you get them at store? Well, because they weren't exactly the ones that I wanted. I knew what I needed, but they weren't what they weren't what I needed. I knew what I wanted, I, but they weren't what I needed sort of thing. So keep that in mind. If you're on Jingdong or Taobao, apparently you can ask uh, the, uh, the, the merchants 
if they can get your size in. That might help you in your shoe or western size fittings, if anything. Middle of April already. It's warming up here in Beijing. This is actually the pleasant thing about uh, returning from a trip. You kind of leave behind all the cold, and you come back, and you're like, that's actually not so bad outside. It's got Now it's gotten to the point where it's cool indoors, but it's warm outdoors. So you, you end up wearing a sweater outdoors, but you're like, that's too warm. <laughs> it's too warm outside. Give it a couple weeks, that will change. And soon, your apartment will be overheated, and you'll be like, oh my goodness, it's so hot. Why is it so warm all of a sudden? Why can't I dry? I can't, I can't be dry anymore. And sort of like the whole Hong Kong situation or Shenzhen situation where you're just damp all the time. Although, it doesn't... Oof, does it get as bad as that? Is Beijing as bad as Hong Kong? Uh, Hong Kong gets hot. Although, I've never been there in the summer. So, I mean, I've been to places like Singapore, Thailand, um, Malaysia, yeah. But never... I've never lived in places like that. So Beijing I've lived in, I know for me, if I'm not, if I don't have to go outside, I don't, number one. Number two, since I stay at home all the time, uh, you know, you have extra change, pairs of clothes, changes of clothes and stuff like that. So you don't, you don't, you're not really fighting that as much anymore. Um, and I wonder if COVID has sort of changed this as well, like uh, how people live in these different cities. But anyway, middle of April, uh, the days are taken by. We're filled with all sorts of fun. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, this actually plays into my last point. Like, Steve, why do you bother doing all this stuff? And I'll tell you, I'm having the time of my life. I'm enjoying it. I love it. And the fact that I... Yes, okay, so I got episode number 38 finally published on Friday night. Beijing time. <laughs> okay. But that's when I got it done. <laughs> like, it took that long. It took a month. Uh, I did have a trip in between that. Uh, but I, you know, taking that much time to get through it, pick out all the the screenshots, do a little bit of the audio uh, tweaking and stuff like that, uh, and and publishing it finally. So finally got it spit out on uh, Friday, which is great. Um, if you haven't had a listen yet, you can head over to my website stevensocio.com or Spotify, Google, and Apple. They all have uh, the uh, the ability to stream that podcast uh, on uh, online, so you don't have to download the MP3 at all. Uh, but um, episode number 38, again, of my podcast, what is the title? The title is simply the Steven Sersky Podcast. Why didn't I come up with a more creative title? As I've mentioned this before, I suck at creating original titles. It just content, I'm okay. I can generate this stuff all the time. But creative, original titles that are meant to you that are used to identify something as being something like what's your podcast about oh your podcast is about you know interviewing expats and chinese nationals and other, other things okay so what's it called it's called the steven sersky podcast well why don't you call it like what would you call it conversations with steve i guess so a little bit awkward but then, then it becomes sort of a little bit more of like a I'd have to introduce it every single time. And I, I didn't really like that idea uh, when I started. Who knows? Maybe it'll change over time. I mean, I've only technically 38 episodes in, uh, of which episodes 11, starting at episode 11, that's when I started talking to other people on the podcast. And after that, 
A year later is when I started this small podcast, uh, and this has sort of become my daily audio diary, if you will. And this small podcast has sort of taken over a lot from my blogging, which is what I used to do to sort of flesh out ideas and um, keep track of the things I was doing in, in Beijing. Now, I have also, since then, shifted some more work over to the newsletter, which I've started publishing. And I only started the newsletter five, six months ago already on the, on, on that one. Uh, and that one, that one I, I don't mind doing because it forces me again to write, but it also forces me uh, to have a deadline, which, again, if you're a creative or you're an original sort of producer of some sorts, not having a deadline is terrible. But if you give yourself a deadline, a de- a de- having a deadline is bad because it gives you stress and anxiety. But not having a deadline is even worse because then you're like, eh, I'll just do it tomorrow. No one really cares. That's the problem. Is if no one cares and you don't care about getting that deadline, then why would other people care? Already, I'm late with the newsletter. I know actually the newsletter, uh, my newsletter is going to be sent out. Uh, probably tomorrow, what's tomorrow morning Beijing, no, how's it, yeah, tomorrow morning Beijing time, I think, Tuesday morning Beijing time, which is like Canada Monday evening. Um, I did send out the language vlog newsletter, so that finally got sent out. I wrote a couple of those this weekend as well. Uh, but in terms of why am, am I doing all this stuff, because I was actually asked by one of my language teachers, she's like, why, why do you do a free podcast? I'm like, why don't you do a free podcast? <laughs> Because what else am I going to do on my evenings? I mean, and I don't know. To tell you the truth, I don't know. What what else would I do? Watch my beard grow more? I mean, I've already got a time lapse of that that going on. So, you know, I can do two things at once. I can do a time lapse of my beard and record a podcast at the same time, right? It's like walking and chewing gum. Same, same, but different. But yes, you're number three already for the big uh, podcast. And you're number two of the small podcast. No signs of really uh, shutting down either of them, but I'll tell you, the big podcast does take a lot out of me. Uh, and already, now that I've published it, I look at that timestamp of March and I go, oof, I'd like to get one for April as well. One a month is a good number, and even doing that seems to be tough. Uh, how could I make it faster? If I didn't have to deal with post-production at least in terms of moving all the files and stuff like that around, that would take away one part of it. The other thing would be to have someone who could actually finalize, or or even even better, is to actually do the sort of grunt work of you know polishing the audio file and then just sending it to me for uh, you know verification or finalization sort of thing, like um, authentication, verification, approval. There we go. Approval, uh, but then also having the ability to pick out clips a lot easier because I've been dragging my heels on getting clips up onto YouTube and stuff like that. So for other reasons, uh, but there you go. So that's uh, that's what it is. Uh, and thinking again with um, why am I doing this? Well, yeah, the yeah, there's that. There's another sort of driving force behind this, and one of them was to have the timestamp of like the here and now. A lot of my guests, like some of my guests, have are no longer in China, right? So they've left. Uh, whether or not they come back, good question. Uh, but also in terms of my, my own sort of life, 
uh, I'm looking at 30, what, 28 interviews over three years. How many of those people are still in Beijing? Probably two. Um, and <laughs> not including me. And then in three years, <laughs> hopefully it's more than double. <laughs> okay, so hopefully I'm hitting the, the triple digits within three years. Hopefully I'll get my, my act together a little bit more. Uh, but um, also, like, if I were to ever leave China, this podcast can go with me. Both of them can go with me. And same with the language vlog newsletter. That can go with me. So these are sort of setting things up that would continue on even if I wasn't in Beijing. And not only that, given the audio quality, and I know that because if, because if you guys listen to this episode, you're going to go, well, you know, this doesn't, it sound, it's a podcast, but it doesn't sound like other podcasts. And the reason why is because a lot of other podcasts have a studio setup that is a dedicated stu- uh, studio setup and not like a running gun sort of, here's an interview microphone. Let's set this up and just have a conversation, which is what I do. And I mean, there's a couple of reasons for that. Least of all is because I hate setting stuff up, especially since it's my apartment. Like this is where I live. Okay, the studio... I live in my studio, and so by the time I have finished cleaning everything and making it presentable, uh, it's it's like well now I got to have a uh, a convivial conversation, uh, and the, you know with good microphones, and then after that, guess what I get to do? Move a whole bunch of files around and stare at a computer and wonder why the audio files aren't lining up. Oh, there's so many reasons. Well, and so that's the reason why I went with the uh, the Zoom H4n audio source rather than the two other DJI mics that I did record the episode with. Just didn't work out. Anyway, I'll spare you any more of the details of the post-production work. Some might be interested. Most probably won't care. But anyway, episode number 38 of my big cast is now available. So Spotify, Apple, and Google have it all for streaming uh, if that's where you get your your podcasts from. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you are having a good week. And yes, it's the beginning of my week. So I have a six day week, I think it is. Yep, next week as well. And every week until pretty much I go to Canada. Yay! Awesome! Loving it! And that's why I do the stuff I do because so much is happening. I can't even remember what I do. And so in three years' time, I like to look back and go, oh, kind of remember doing that show notes and tracks up on my website steamercc.com thanks for listening i appreciate it we will talk again have a good one bye bye